Hello. Hi. Huh. It's been long time, I guess. As usual, under a. <laughs> But as I promised, the first pro recording with uh, Hari Mohan, my one of my favorite authors, and uh, one of uh, very rare personalities that you want to hang around, associate with, learn from, get inspired by. You know, he's one of such rare gems. So, lockdown kabati, sorry, unlock kabati, with the kind of uh, scare around the direct interview couldn't happen. So we chose uh, one of the late nights to do this um, telephonic podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, it went for almost two and a half hours. so presenting you the first part of the podcast my interaction with hari mohan his journey uh, from his cricketing days till the till he attempted his first book so you'll be liking it so i am not editing any much of the interaction because you might find a lot of uh, cues and triggers interesting points in between um So just bear in with the duration. Thank you. Here we go. Thank you very very much for all the time which you have given. This is uh, something. It's one of my uh, list. I mean, ambitious list. Like something I want to do. Be it mm. like a voice or like a print, a blog with you. Uh, I think two thousand eight, two thousand sorry, two thousand ten November twenty fifth championship workshop. I think really? Ah, na baat hai. Yeah. Another two thousand. Ten November twenty fifth. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Ah. So I think my two days I I was under your coaching and that time was very memorable. In the context, that I came to through Anil. I came yes. to know about you and uh, uh, Anil was talking about the book, The Men with Right. Okay. Uh, I say. adi any any igniting factor latch up in the right time with the right uh, place anukunta mm. uh, when anil told me it was a, it was a book for me and some author some cricketer turned he wrote a book ani but mm. when i spent that two days um, under you coaching in the championship workshop right. uh, the book men within translated into action modules you know anak baga gurtu you kind of ask us to write a manifesto what do you mm. want to do how do you want mm. to there was like a proper road map and uh, right. i still mm. have that uh, paper na dekra document on the blueprint oh right good good yeah. i still have that me to karindi tarvata amar amar garu i guess amar chedu yes yeah i still remember so it was like um, both were like the most uh, coolest and simplistic uh, individuals i met Uh, um, Amar has a different dimension of uh, putting things forward, and you have this yeah. realistic perspective on connecting the dots with the cricket. Uh, mm-hmm. It was fabulous. Right. Thanks. Ah, uh, Tarwata. <laughs> if I remember, uh, I think uh, 2011 was the movie, isn't it? Golconda. 2011 was the movie. Correct. Right. right. So a mm. uh, movie. You see, I was connecting the dots with the book and the movie, and uh, mm. if I remember, I wrote. my i my uh, my honest review or my homage to that movie right uh-huh. um in fact uh, very recently also i think uh, 
okay. Um, he also would, uh, so which was quite um, interesting because from where he came, it was a small village in West Padavi, you know, his parents were not literate. For, for him, hmm. to go all the way to Gindi Engineering College and, you know, study and become a, an engineer and then pick up all these things, like a reading habit. Then he had a very eclectic uh, music uh, taste. Okay. For okay. uh, music at home. Uh, so even me, all these things were very interesting. And of course, we grew up with them and we kind of took it for granted that, you know, all these things were there. Um, in school, I used to like playing all kinds of games, but maybe when I came to Warangal, which is when I was in my fifth class or so, I started taking a greater interest in cricket. And okay. uh, in seventh, in my seventh class, which so you'd be around how, how old, maybe 11 years old, 11 or whatever. Hmm. That's when we came to Hyderabad back, and his hmm. last stint was in Hyderabad. Okay. So we came back to Hyderabad, and um, I joined all since uh, high school. My oh. condition at that time was I wanted to join a school which had a cricket ground. Oh, okay. And all since I think it's called the <laughs> Makkah yeah, cricket for Hyderabad, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. It's a Makkah for the cricket in Hyderabad. I think I think you're also you know reading books like Tom Brown School Days. You know, I got very um, you know, the school cricket all became big in my head. And I said, okay, let me, I told my dad, okay, I want to join a school cricket ground. So we checked out some schools. I, of course, loved uh, the site of HPS, but for some reason, my father wasn't too keen on HPS. Yeah. So anyway, All Saints happened. And All Saints has a uh, very big uh, uh, cricketing culture. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not a very small cricket ground, but a very yeah. big cricketing culture. Also, it's got a really small cricket ground, if you see all things. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Culture-wise, of course, Lazar, Venkatpati, they all come from there. Hmm. But prior to them, there were so many um, first-class cricketers. Hmm. And uh, the school believed in <clears throat> promoting sports. Uh, school believed in promoting, uh, you know, sports as a medium of education. Okay. You know, growth. So we would have, uh, so our professors, I mean, our professors, our teachers, our brothers there, uh, they would take active interest, like Brother Joseph, I mean, he used to be there. And he used to play very good cricket, he used to play very good TT, you know, very good sportsman. Uh, and he would also inculcate all these habits, you know, discipline, maybe all these things used to be very uh, clear. So, uh, for the first two years, of course, I didn't play uh, for, um, for, the, you know, for the school team. Primarily because I think I also was in a bit of a shock, not a mm. culture shock. Okay. Coming from Warangal to Hyderabad and Hyderabad and all things is slightly, you know, it's a very rough kind of a boys' school. Okay. And I didn't have, I didn't know much Hindi, so mm. I was too comfortable with all the whole, with all this culture shock. Okay. So I knew most of my time I used to watch these guys play. Okay. And uh, I just used to hope that sometime I'll pick up the courage to go for selections, etc., etc. Okay, okay. And um, I never picked up courage, you know, 7th, though I came, joined 7th, 8th, ninth. I actually wanted to go, but then I fell sick. Okay. 10th was when I first got an opportunity to go to uh, the selection. Okay. Cricket selection. And, uh, uh, yeah, until then, of course, I was playing a lot of, Cricket at home with my brother or some friend, but not a typical gully cricket kind of stuff. But gully uh, cricket makes you stronger, I guess, right? Smarter and stronger. Yeah, but we used to play it very seriously, and I used to be very, um, you know, very fond of the game. So I used to just knock the ball against the wall, all those kind of things I used to do. Mm, so you used to play the 
dabba cricket dabba cricket one top catch and um yeah and of course we used to play at home we used to play some pog ball matches and stuff like that okay okay very uh, small scale and all very uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah rudimentary rudimentary kind of stuff no coaching yeah. so um, except you know if if you bought sports star those days Mm. they see one little column where jeff boycott you know mm. to illustrate to illustration that we are jeff boycott coaching going on okay so just through the illustrations and through the written text we used to try to figure out oh this is forward defense this is how you play a cover drive or a straight drive you know that kind of oh. stuff okay okay mm. or reading books or watching these uh, pictures in the hindu or reading those articles you know you just formed your own so we never had these visuals that children today have you know they mm. wonderful action visuals on television yeah yeah we just had to make up these things in our mind mm. and you know like you have one shot of somebody playing a straight drive and mm. we tried to imitate that okay so anyway so this is how it grew and um, i when i went to the selection that was first time actually holding a cricket ball mm and mm, first i got picked and uh, um i got picked for the school team which i think was for me it was the biggest thing i wasn't sure if i would get picked but i got oh. picked and mm. um, i thought that was probably the greatest achievement for me <laughs> and tarata we realized i realized that um, see all these things a lot of people don't know and mm. uh, I, i never knew at least i thought i didn't know that there's something called a league mm. a league a, a cricket league okay. and that our school was participating in that so i was very mm. lucky and i belong to a school which had a league hmm. and our league was at b1 so so every sunday we play a league match it, it gets reported in the newspapers okay and that's another big high you know if you get your if you see your name in the newspapers yeah so for me it's like wow you know just from just playing a few inter school matches yeah. i'm actually playing some 12 to 12 14 league matches hmm. and the good chance of getting my name in the newspaper hmm. of like featured in the newspaper a few times and oh, I obviously got spurred on the new thing then we played under 15 uh, inter school cricket then again that inter school cricket um, i again didn't know that inter school cricket was a basis for the uh, under 15 state team okay so we just and i did fairly well and there was an open selection for under 15 state team i went and uh, again i got selected for the under 15 state team so for me it was like one dream run you know okay into the school team and the state team and uh, under 15 state i went to bangalore we went to bangalore and we won and i contributed uh, in a small way to our in the final for us getting getting the first inning lead and winning okay so i was uh, it, it, my luck or whatever continued further and i was picked for the south zone team okay so big long run Hmm. and uh, from where i was not even in the school team um three of three or four months ago okay. so i was suddenly in the south zone team for the under 15 order so this happened in a matter of how many months maybe three or four months because oh. selection cricket's team would have been selected in july or august okay and i think uh, state matches would have happened in november november okay. december okay okay so, so yeah suddenly this whole transformation being a state player being exposed to uh, much better players being exposed to much better coaches all this suddenly gave a lot of structure to you know my very raw uh, cricket and okay. um, 
there was a one month camp in BCC and I used to have a very nice uh, concept of having a one month camp okay. for the Zoom, all the Zoom boys. So 20 of us would go for a month okay. and we would properly train and coached and it really made a big difference. So our coach one, Mr. Big, he still coaches even now, you know, yeah. he's still around and um, he's one of the finest coaches I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And I and I coached us and, you know, a lot of my basics got um, corrected. Um, so this was all around 82 when in my 10th class. So I, was, I also had trouble trying to uh, balance academics with this cricket business. Okay. So uh, the multitasking started just that time. Uh-huh. Huh? What? The multitasking just started that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> uh, somehow, but I did whatever I could and, okay, we didn't do any great uh, popping and all, but I did enough to satisfy my parents. Okay. Then, um, then I joined intermediate. Of course, at that time, my entire idea was not to do engineering or anything. So I, I think I was always oriented to you know literature. So I used to tell my father, I'll do some, um, some course which will allow me to do English literature when I go into an undergraduate course. Okay. But he was very clear. He said that's all nonsense. All dreamy stuff you know you just come with me dragged me and got me into a college and i was st alfonso's where i was admitted in mpc okay. so of course i i used to hate this whole mpc business and i never wanted to become an engineer mm. so but anyway uh this was going on on one side the other side i was um um for 10th class i played south zone um then 11th nothing happened mm. though i uh, got a chance to play for married for the cricket club which was um, led at that time by Mr. M. L. J. Shiva. Ah, so yes. so he was with me in the South Zone camp. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, you come and play for MCC because I told him he, I don't have a team and I don't think I'll be playing in more cricket. Hmm. So how dumb I was, of course. In fact, that I was always ready to almost give up on playing cricket because I just didn't have, uh, you know, a team. Okay. So anyway, so MCC, playing for MCC is a dream come true. Just playing with Mr. Amal Yashima, just watching him, hearing him talk, we learned so many things. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, such an education, um, just being with him. Hmm. And I was so fortunate to have spent you know those years, especially those formative years. Mm-hmm. And there are so many of them. Uh, that year was just learning, I guess. Hmm. Next year, um, I, I really don't know what happened, but... Um, um, suddenly, everything went to the next level. My entire game went to the next level. But I definitely feel uh, Mr. Jaisima's um, advice, support. And again, I'd gone, to, gone back to our coach, Mr. Big. So all these people and whatever inputs they gave. The next season was a really, uh, really good season. And that so was you were more like an all-rounder? I was mostly a fast bowler at that time. Fast bowler, okay. Less of a batsman. Okay. Of course, we all consider ourselves batsmen. So, hmm. um, so I was a fast bowler and I had a really good season. But that season, another interesting thing was a whole bunch of youngsters. We we all came together. Like hmm. uh, we, uh, NCC was led that year by Vivek Vivek Jaisima. Hmm. Then Vidyut played uh, Vidyut Jaisima. Then hmm. Venkatpati was part of the team. And I was there. Then there were three uh, boys from Nizam College who were Vivek's um, classmates. Uh, Sunil Phillips and Pawan and um, was there Bagurama. Then of course Intiaz was there. Okay. So about six, seven, uh, a whole bunch of ten. Uh, Srinivas Chakravarti, Sanjay. So ten or so youngsters, hmm. you know. 
we suddenly came together. We were pretty young, but uh, uh, with Mr. Jaisima along with us, we actually managed to beat some really good uh, top teams. Sure. So, so we suddenly uh, created a few ripples, you know, in the Hyderabad cricket scene. How did this small, you know, this team with uh, this uh, young young cricketers, how were they able to beat such big uh, team? Okay. Hmm. And uh, what it did, of course, was that being part of such campaigns, uh, six or seven of us were, um, I think, uh, included in the Ranji camp. Oh, okay. So, um, of course, before that, I played under 19, then I played 22, then I played under 25. Suddenly, that whole year, hmm. after 15, I suddenly jumped into the big next big league. Except big for league. the Ranji Trophy, I think I played okay. was under 25. Hmm. And I was bowling very well that year. Hmm. So, absolutely. And part of the Ranji... Problems. So I was just like one step away from Ranji Trophy. Then, hmm. um, sometime after, in the intersecond, just after that, I think uh, my father passed away. Uh, there was a road accident and he passed away. And um, that was a bit of a, you know, setback um, in many ways because uh, of my four sisters, I think only one, one was married at that time. Hmm. So three other sisters to be married and my mother uh, completely by herself. Hmm. And me, my younger brother was still one year behind me. Hmm. So a lot of responsibility on her. And of course, we were all a little clueless about how to go about things. Hmm. But she's a very strong lady, so she managed things well. Hmm. Um, so I went and joined um, the engineering, uh, Osmania Engineering College uh, through the sports quota. Okay. And um, I got civil engineering. And um, and again, funnily, I didn't know that something called a sports quota was there. My friend... Uh, uh, Srina Shakurthi, he kind of handheld me through that whole process, you know. Ah, okay. Yeah, he, he made sure that, you know, I appeared and I had I had the credentials because I already played under, uh, under 25 and all that. So good, got into engineering, so that's one part taken care of. Though I wasn't very keen, my mother was very happy that I was also doing civil engineering. Mm-hmm. Like um, first year I did well uh, again cricket-wise. Second year was when I made my Ranji Trophy uh, debut. Okay. And, um, this was yeah. which year? 1987? Uh, 84, when I, 84, 85 is the first year. So, 85, 86. Okay. Okay. So, so, so yeah, typically 84. So, 85 would be the thing. But the season typically um, spills over to the next year. So, 85, yeah. 86. I had a good debut. I got uh, one and four in my first match against Andhra, which is uh, pretty decent. And I bowled a good spell. Then I got three wickets against Kerala. I ended up the first season bowling well. Okay. Uh, got about 12, uh, 12 wickets in in about four, actually five matches, but one match got fully washed out. Okay. Um, I mean, after some 10 overs also, the match got washed out. So, in effect, but I had two four-wicket hauls. So, there was some promise and I, that I belonged at that level. Okay. And I bowled well enough, so people were talking, okay, there seems to be a future for this boy. Hmm. Um, but then, of course, um, what happened was I didn't uh, work on my game. So a lot of people ask me this question, you know, well, oh, you hmm. went there, a good start, then why, why did you not make it further? Hmm. Earlier, of course, I didn't uh, I didn't have great um, answers to that. I always felt maybe I got... Uh, you know, I used to believe this whole story, uh, there's a lot of politics and all that stuff. But then, as I grew older, I realized a lot of it was uh, my own um, making, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, shall I go deeper into that? 
maybe uh, i think this will actually take one more episode i think i want to do one more episode with you on uh, cricket right but i really want to hear that legacy that year magically year where you this uh, turn around for hyderabad also hmm. i really want to hear about it 1987 okay. i guess when i played for hyderabad you mean the first time yeah 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 so the first year for the first year when i played for hyderabad i was coming off you know a good patch of where well, um, bowling really well Ah. so um like i said in the intersecond when i suddenly played under 19 22 and you know we were part of that winning team for maritpuri beating good team mm. we so w- what we cannot uh, what i cannot um, you know discount today mm. is how much being under uh, the watchful eye of somebody who knows the game mm. like mr chima um matters you know uh, that's number one Mm. the second thing is how much it matters to play with a good peer group you know like being with all these people you know like with you sankarpati chakravarti nentia all these people mm. so solid peer group of people who knew the cricket who knew how to play it you know and who would always so as opposed to this let's say the next year mm. i mean which uh, i would have told you when i the next year is when i got dropped after two games mm. moved from mcc to play for osmaya you know university where i was uh, as a rugby player i was the biggest fish in the pond hmm. and that's the biggest uh, mistake uh, for me to have made because um, then there's nobody else to um, tell what's okay. going wrong you know hmm. Hmm. Uh, what um, so i uh, you know it's of staying with this peer group um, i actually went and uh, played but this year i mean the year when i played uh, ranji trophy so what happened was those two three years of playing with a very good uh, bunch of uh, peers mm-hmm. uh, being under the guidance of uh, somebody like mr jaisima mm-hmm. uh, all these factors you know so you realize that there is one amount of preparation you put in as you come mm-hmm. in yeah. you know when they say when i played in my 10th or when i played later yeah. i'm already played so many you know i would have even if i'm playing at home or in some gully cricket there is so much work that's going on the number of balls i'm hitting the number of balls i'm bowling right yeah. all that adds to your preparation and mm. you can't take that away yeah. so even if i jumped into the uh, you know uh, school team little later mm. i think all this stuff that i've done earlier you know including hitting the ball against the wall mm. i think adds to your preparation which is why for me you know after joining school team i performed well i played for the state team performed decently played for south so that graph i think has to be attributed to all the stuff that happened before that year mm not like i suddenly got lucky so i, I think again uh, that summer camp with mr bay the next year with uh, mr jaisima and the other senior cricketers the next year with this peer group so this whole you know momentum that got built mm right showed in that that year when i played uh, ranji trophy for hyderabad okay okay it one yeah it is not you can't we can't isolate it as one thing hmm. it was proper pr- preparation that kept on going for years of course i didn't realize it at that time hmm. and i was well you know uh, skill wise um, i was doing quite well when i was, uh, when i look back I, i had a pretty decent repertoire of uh, you know skills at my um, you know uh, um at my 
what would we call it? You know, I could call upon them at any point hmm. of time. Hmm. That that bunch of skills I had. You so, can say four imprints, more than that, I guess. Four imprints. Where? What is that? Four A imprints. I mean, that's uh, one call that you have. It's like you can call them at four A. Also, they come oh, up. So we so we weren't really in that four A imprints kind of thing. Hmm. And I think I was very um, I was very communicative as a person. I was very withdrawn, very. Um, uh you know i kept to myself not very reserved you know hmm. um so i kept to myself and not very easy to uh, uh, so i wouldn't go and ask too many things go hmm. ahead so whatever i used to whatever they should tell me i tried to listen and so nothing like that i mean there's nothing really where i could go or which today i regret you know i wish i i, I had uh, um hmm. i had the sense to actually go and ask questions hmm. or ask for help Uh, but I was too at that time very shy and reticent, and I would just withdraw into my shell. Sure. So no, or any friends and all. But whatever I picked up, you know, from knowing, seeing, from whatever they told me, um, that helped. Oh, okay. So that was yeah. I mean, playing that level um, was on the back of all this preparation. Okay. Okay. So I'm sure. And this is 1987, 1980. I'm not sure anything about it. Mm. the forthcoming is the next coming is i think cricket must have been uh closely linked to your heart and your life for sure it may be oh, yes, even you know it's close to me yeah, yeah. Mm. when you you stepped into your professional career i heard you were a banker right mir idb lo pan chesaru hmm you worked as a banker right yeah yeah i worked as a banker mm. for idbi correct me if i'm wrong IDBI, yeah for about 10 years i worked for idbi right so right so this ओके अंटेर मेन लेन वाज योर क्रिकेट एंड यू आर मेकिंग ट्राइंग टू मेक ए बिग कैरियर आउट ऑफ इट एंड देन सडनली क्रिकेट माइट हैव टेकन अ जस्ट बैक स्टेप बट योर प्रोफेशनल कैरियर माइट हैव टेकन दैट फ्रंट सीट एंड ट्राइंग टू राइड योर लाइफ व्हेन डिड दिस राइटिंग थिंग हैपन एक्चुअली ओके लेट मी जस्ट करेक्ट इट अ बिट सो माय एक्टिव क्रिकेट Really, I mean, the most of my cricket happened between '85 and '87. Okay. I mean, '82 and '87. Okay. '82 was when I first played for the school. Hmm. '87 was when I got dropped from the Ranji Trophy side. Yeah. So in those four years or five years hmm. was when I played uh, my maximum uh, cricket. You know, the entire graph of you know from here to there and then come down. Hmm. Though I played universities and all later, uh, it was never to that same intensity. Hmm. So. cricket as such of course at that time um i was also too naive to even think of cricket as a career mm mm okay especially for doing your engineering and all we always thought we had other careers mm cricket didn't have much money mm. you know those days uh, ranji trophy we would earn you would be paid 100 rupees a day for a ranji trophy match oh okay. today they get paid about a, i think 1 and 1/2 lakh for a four day match okay so we would get we got paid 300 rupees for a three day match Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it was like it was really uh, the, the boards didn't the board didn't have money, the association didn't have money, hmm. and we all played for you know the love of it. But we knew that beyond that, hmm. if we didn't make it uh, to the test cricket, which very few make, hmm. all we have is you know a bank job perhaps. Hmm. And I didn't fancy uh, becoming a bank clerk. Hmm. 
right so uh, all those things were there so i think you know once i knew that i was dropped from the ranji trophy uh, squad um, of course i didn't make any attempt to come back um i just thought okay i'll just go ahead and study and go along okay hmm. there two things actually one is you know i think for a lot of sportsmen Mm, we we do go with one hope that you know you play the highest form and uh, you bring glory and all those dreams are in your head. Hmm. Um, when we speak about it later, I'll go deeper. But just hmm. to give an idea, but all of us don't have um, that roadmap or hmm. some or not even that much desire sometimes. Hmm. Sometimes our fears come in the way. Ki you start thinking, am I good? Am I good enough? right you may be good enough hmm. but you yourself start doubting your um, stuff and this this is i think a lot of this happens um you know uh, uh, you at that at first class level also so for me it was at that time to take a step back and say okay let me go back to a a, a safer career like a job hmm. at that time made sense right and of course already had an engineering background hmm. and i did mba later right hmm. so for me it looked like the logical path to hmm. uh, take the uh, you know the academic academic yeah. route so i went and yeah what i also want to say at that point of time is somewhere it's also happened that you know as a sportsman you kind of realize you know you put your heart and soul into it hmm. there's no two ways about it i mean from from how much ever you know you really do your best Yeah. And there comes a time when you know it's not going to work out. You know, and that I I spoken to so many of um, my friends and it kind of breaks your heart. Hmm. You know. Okay, I mean you you have to realize that maybe you're not good enough at that point of time. Hmm. But you kind of it breaks your heart. I know so many friends of mine who after being dropped, you know, at some point they haven't touched the bat again. I mean this is something they love just so such a big part of them mm. you know all of them would just give away their kit bag at the ground mm. and not turn back again to see the ground mm-hmm. or touch bat again till to till date i know uh, friends of mine who have not touched the bat again of course i always you know i continued playing club cricket till i think 40 till i was 40 45 whatever oh. but um, i know and, and this is so though we say ki we moved on uh, it's very difficult to actually move on because it's like one big gaping wound in your heart you know i'm sure that you got addressed it's already a room in your heart you cannot release really yeah it's like, it's like a wound you know it's yeah. always there you know you always so when i do talk to some of my friends today and they can't stop talking about it they'll talk two hours three hours and say you know this is how much and this yeah. is how bad it felt and <laughs> you know so we all go through that hmm. I left um, this, went into uh, the job which was seemed like a safer thing, hmm. and um, I always used to like this uh, idea or the habit of writing. I used hmm. to read a lot of books. Hmm. So I would, I think, when I was working with the IDBA itself, I began writing for a newspaper, okay. one general drum column, a very small uh, newspaper called AP Times. Okay. Mm, they were looking for a lot of content. So mm. 
so we used to have a lot of space to express ourselves. So I used to write some lifestyle, um, humor kind of articles, and of course, again, got it, it's it's quite interesting and quite 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 um, interesting to see that um, you know you're seeing your name in the paper, seeing your article gives you a big boost. Yeah. Right. So I kept writing um, those articles. I write stuff for myself. Hmm. Um, then at some point, I thought. Um, like everyone says, no? hmm. that you should follow your passion, and I felt let's follow the passion. You know, so hmm. simply talking about it. Hmm. Then of course I had two passions. One, cricket was definitely one. Yeah. Um, music also was one, but <laughs> my passion only was at listening to music, not okay. at making music. So that um, actually kind of complements cricket and uh, writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I I don't think I'll make much money listening to music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I could have tried to hand it because you know, maybe you should write uh, reviewing the music. You know that might actually <laughs> yeah that's really a big passion. Yeah, cricket, cricket mm-hmm. was, uh, I was still playing cricket like club cricket and all that. Hmm. But then I said okay, writing is something I like, so let me hmm. try my hand at writing. Hmm. So um, then I wrote um, my first. While I was still in IDB, I, I attempted my first novel uh, that never got published. Mm-hmm. Um, no, a big semi-autobiographical novel. I wrote some one black word, <laughs> so, okay. and I tried very hard to get it. You know, when I look at it now, I know it's, it's very amateurish work. Then uh, those ideas good, so I'll actually go back and write it again. Mm-hmm. Then I wrote another book, another story, another children's story. You know, children's stories, I think. Um, then another third story I wrote. So nothing got published. In mm. fact, the stories got to a publisher, but uh, he tried everything, but he ran out of money. I think it was a Kerala-based publisher. Okay, okay. Then, but I think what happened at that time was so when I said um, uh, it's my passion, follow it. Mm. What happened was um, I at some point after the first book or first novel that I tried. And the second book, <laughs> the third one, hmm. decided to quit the job and pursue writing full time. Okay, it was like burning your bridges kind of a thing. And that's a pause. The next episode will have more uh, experiences by Hari Mohan on his uh, romancing with uh, books, writing, and uh, of course the more lessons that he has to share. uh that new episode will be uploaded very soon till then enjoy this have a nice day thank you